Hi, you guys. This is Vicki. Chuck's in the other room. He's prayed over you. I've prayed over you. We pray over you every day. And we love you guys very much. I'm so happy to be able to connect with you and to hear from you, Chuck, too, because some of you are communicating with him, and he appreciates that. Um, I have a message that's going to be kind of long because there are a lot of parts to it and it doesn't just cover the message father gave me the other day it also covers a dream he gave me this morning it goes all the way back to another dream he gave me in 1979 and there's just a bunch of stuff so I hope that you'll pray over what you hear today and also I want to let you know that on the community page on YouTube I'm going to put the uh, message, the transcription for the message, and then also I'm going to put the information of all of the testimonies for that song, Called to the Nations, that I put on the podcast the other night that was also just part of this thread throughout this amazing thing God's doing. Um, if you haven't heard the podcast, it's our morning sessions podcast that comes out every day. And it is the one entitled, Hear the Spirit Calling, which is also a line in that song, Call to the Nations. Okay, so let's get started. The, the really cool thing that kind of started this whole coming together of this message and all the different parts of it that Father gave me was, I don't know how many days ago it was, I was sitting at my computer and I decided I wanted to change the background screen, okay? <laughs> This is so cool, you guys. Sometimes God has us do things and we don't realize they're prophetic things and yet they're important for some reason. And God knows what that is in the spirit realm. He knows all that. But I wanted to change the, uh, and I was completely oblivious to that. I wanted to change the background screen. And I thought, well, what do I have? What do I want to put on there? I, I want to put a picture of a storm that's either brewing or already has hit and I want it to be a strong storm and I wanted and you know I wanted it to be real I didn't want it to be graphic stuff I mean graphic arts or anything like that I wanted this to be a real storm so I found one on Pixabay where I get a lot of my pictures from and I put it on my screen and every once in a while I just look at it because I love thunderstorms and I remember years ago not very many years ago feeling all of a sudden guilty about that and thinking, oh my goodness sakes, Father, there's so much destruction and storms and everything. And I don't know if that's okay with you that I love him. Is that just my carnal nature or what? And God was so gracious. He immediately reminded me of the scripture in Revelation where it talks about the lightnings and the thunders around his throne and the, you know, and the uh, lightnings and thunder, the thunderings that were going on when Moses was at the mountain. And the people said, we're not going up there. You go ahead and go find out what's going on because they were scared so I just I appreciated that he told me that because I really do like storms and I don't like destruction but I like the storms <laughs> okay so he had me put that on the screen and then uh, within a few days all of a sudden I'm doing a podcast called hear the spirit calling with the song that I don't even want to say I wrote it I father gave me all of the elements to the song told me who was supposed to be involved in the song and then orchestrated how the song would come together. He did the arrangement. It was a fabulous, fabulous experience. If you haven't heard it, it's on, uh, the song itself is on the Hear the Spirit Calling, Morning Sessions, Hear the Spirit Calling, and you can either access that through our website. You can access that. Uh, I'm going to put 
a transcription of it on the uh, community page as well. So I've, I'm going to put two, um, two transcripts on the community page. One is going to be the message I'm going to be reading to you that Father gave me, and then the other one is going to be the call to the nations, uh, hear the Spirit calling. So I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that because sometimes people don't look at the community page and I, I don't really post a lot of stuff there. I don't really think to. I'm not used to that. So so anyway, we start. Now, let me, now that I've gotten all of that preliminary stuff out of the way, I'm going to go into the experiences. <sighs> Thank you, Father. In 1979, long before many of you were born, <laughs> Father gave me a dream. And in this dream, I was... Uh, I had just come out of a house where I'd gone to go get some of my belongings, uh, some things that were mine. And the things that I'd gone to get were my children. My ex-husband had them. I had gone off the deep end and out into the world, left my husband, left my children. And, uh, and when I finally came to my senses the first time around, which was in 1979, I wanted to go see my kids. I wanted to be back in touch with them. and. Uh, I wanted to get them if I could. Well, Father didn't allow that, and I know the wisdom in that is because I wasn't done going off the deep end. I was the prodigal that went out there numerous, numerous times, and God was so patient to continue to draw me back to him. But in this particular dream in 1979, I had gone into the house where my ex-husband lived with the children, and I wanted to get the children, but I couldn't get to them. They were behind a glass wall, and I was frustrated, and I came out of the house, and I stood on the porch with my ex-husband, their father, and uh, we just kissed each other lightly, and then I left. Well, as I left the property, I walked out into the yard and looked off into the east, far, uh, far into the east, the horizon. I could see a storm, and this storm was worse. I knew that the destruction in this storm was worse than anything anybody had ever seen. This was going to be a really bad storm. And, but I had absolute peace. I was headed over in the dream to go have a steak dinner with my cousin. And, you know, if you know your scriptures, you know that the Lord talks about the milk and the meat. Well, I was going to have the meat. I was going to eat the meat. And I had absolute peace. But I remember looking at that storm and thinking, there's going to be so much destruction. And people are just going on with their lives as though nothing bad is going to happen. That was in 1979. It's 42, I think, 42 years later. And now Father is telling. And remember, it was on the horizon. It was far away. But I knew it wouldn't be long before it got to us. Um, and now, and then, okay, thank you, Father. He has to direct me in what I say to you because there are so many different things. And I don't want to confuse you uh, or me. <laughs> so the next thing he's uh, telling me to share with you is that some of you have watched a number of the videos with the messages that Father's given me. And some of those things, in one video, he said, fire is coming. In another video, he said, a storm is coming. And now he's telling me, thunder is coming. And here's the thing. Last night, when I was talking to the Lord about this message again, I said, Father, I don't, you know, people are going to say, well, you've, You've already put out a message that has said a storm is coming, that was entitled that, and now you're putting out one that says thunder is coming. And I said, people are going to wonder what's the difference. And here's what he said. He said, lightning and thunder go before the storm. 
lightning and thunder many times are what you see before the storm ever actually reaches your location and he said so the in the dream in 1979 42 years ago it was still on the horizon but he said but now it's close enough that people will hear the thunder and see the lightning okay so I wrote down just a few little sentences so I wouldn't leave anything out um, I want to just check and see if is there anything else father before I go on okay so then you guys I'm not going to be giving you just feel-good messages I if you have watched this channel very much at all you know even though father encourages us he tells us the truth and I'm not going to water anything down or make anything sound like everything's going to be okay because that's just not true and for the people that are asleep that still think things are going to go back to normal and it's going to be okay first of all i encourage you please read your scriptures again and please look around ask father to open your eyes to see what's real in the world we know there have always been wars and rumors of wars and all of those things but there are things uh, this is an old word but it's what came into my mind there are things afoot that are much worse than what this world has experienced and so god wants his people to wake up and get ready and i'm besides you guys i am so accountable to him for what whether or not i tell you the truth and what he says to me and as always i want you to pray about everything you hear not just from me but from everybody else whoa okay lord so okay so i'm going to now i'm going to share the share the uh message that he gave that will be one of the transcripts that you'll find on the community page and I'm asking you again please pray this one is called the thunder is coming and he says my people prepare yourselves my voice is about to thunder across the world my thunder will terrify many it contains the lightning of my word and strikes down with deadly accuracy people plans and false prophets exposure humiliation and devastation due to rebellion are set before you i will allow the enemy to do only so much then i will step in I will allow what I will allow. No man, no angel in heaven, no fallen angel, and no demon in hell makes that decision. And I will not be swayed. I will do what I will do. Time is short and the earth is ripe with iniquity. Mankind has listened to the voices of evil and has chosen to follow those voices. The cries of my children rise to my ear every moment. The cup of the iniquity of mankind is filled to the brim and soon to run over only the i am sees and knows the fullness of what lies ahead you must be prepared you will need to trust me for even the next breath and believe my love and power to protect as i see fit you must prepare your hearts for anything inasmuch as that is possible you will feel the winds of the storm you will hear the sound of my thunder and you will see the lightning as it strikes i have told you that countless numbers of people will die if you do not stay close to me in intimacy you will be overwhelmed by what you see the death toll will be so great that fear and mass hysteria will become commonplace 
People will be terrified of others for no reason at all. People will kill quickly rather than wait to see if the person or people they are killing are even a threat or threats. Anger and rage will continue to manifest for little to no reason, but will become even more fierce and frequent. See to it that you do not be one who allows anger to cause you to be killed or others around you to be killed because of your pride. Humble yourselves. I'm sorry. Get rid of pride, my people. Humble yourselves before me. Humble yourselves now while there is yet time. I tell you the storm is coming and my thunder is in it. It is not time for procrastination. It is time for action. Prepare for the thunder of my voice. Prepare for the storm. If you are humble and obedient, you do not need to fear what is coming. If you are afraid, examine yourself, your life, choice, your choices, and repent where you have turned away from me. The storm that carries the voice of my thunder is fierce. Pray that you are able to stand. Pray for strength and mercy for yourself and for all who are mine. I have told you before and I say it again, prepare your hearts, your homes, and your families. What comes is more than you have known. Again I say, pray that you are able to stand and set your mind now to endure to the end. My love for you has not failed. It will not fail in the days ahead. My power is sufficient for you. I have more power than all of my creation combined. I have more wisdom, more skill in warfare, and more love than you and all of my creation together can imagine. So do not fear what is ahead. Do not fear the storm. It comes for many reasons, one of which is to purify. Another is to awaken my slumbering people. Another is to put an end to the false and raise up the true. Pray for one another. Bond with your brothers and sisters in me. Stop arguing and fighting about the pettiness of worldly issues. You must look to me and in the days ahead you will find that all of the issues that have caught your attention were nothing more than distraction from the enemy to keep you from pursuing me and laboring in the field. Also to destroy relationships that I established for the good of each person involved. Iron sharpens iron. That is why you must learn to humble yourself and allow yourself to be sharpened. Your love is still too small. Grow up, my people. It is time to grow up and there is not much time left to do it. Many changes are just ahead of you. In your villages, your towns, cities, and nations, you are going to see things changing drastically in the days ahead. Many of you will be pursued, persecuted, imprisoned, and put to death. But know that if you endure to the end, you will see your reward on the other side of this life. Do not fear. Trust me. I will keep you from everything that I choose to keep you from. And know that you have been entrusted with great favor by being allowed to go through this purification process. Many will find me because of the faithfulness of my people. Be one who is found to be faithful. I will provide your needs. I will give you the peace and comfort you need in times of great distress if you will remain in me. If you remain in me, I will be with you to the end. My love is secure. My love is sure. My love is faithful. I am the one who is called faithful and true. Stand fast in the storm. Stand fast. And he had me sign it, the thunder. Okay. Okay, you guys. Father, what was it? Okay, thank you, Lord. Um, 
Another experience he wants me to share that I've shared with you before. Some of you have heard it. Some of you may not have. You guys, if you've heard some of these testimonies, please, you know, just be patient with me. <laughs> um, because sometimes there are people that haven't heard and they need to hear what Father wants them to hear. So anyway, this particular experience was, uh, there are two. Thank you, Lord. One of them, and they may not seem connected, but they really are. One of them was, uh, I was standing looking and this wasn't a dream this was a vision i was standing in my living room looking out in the yard and the street which is really close to the front of the yard a big sinkhole opened up okay and then and an another experience which was a dream a few years ago i won't go through it all i'll just say i was standing in the basement i saw um i saw through the concrete at a place where there is a crack literally in our basement floor and uh, I could see through the basement floor that there was nothing underneath the foundation holding the house up. I believe that represents the nation. Um, and prior to that in the dream I saw out in our yard on the east side I saw fighting taking place between individuals but here's the deal they did not even know why they were fighting each other there was no reason to be fighting each other but there were people in the back of the yard behind the bushes that are back there and those people were manipulating everybody that was on the property now again I'm going to say that I believe that the house represents the nation and so that means that all across the land, it started on the east side of the property, and then the experience happened in the basement where I saw the scene change, and I was down in the basement doing all the things I just uh, shared with you, looking and seeing that you there was no foundation under, under the house, then running up the steps and calling out to Chuck, we have to go now, and then seeing uh, retail in our basement falling over so this was a collapse of the economy this was uh, war on the grounds of the nation by the time we got out the door the fighting that had started on the east side of the property had now moved to the west side and it was everywhere so a storm is coming and then father says to remind you of a of a vision that he gave me last year I think it was uh, called Get Behind Me, where, where Jesus was walking through the streets of a really war-torn city. It was a mess. People were fighting. People were shooting things. People were throwing things at him. Demons were trying to attack him, and he was just kind of blowing them off like it was no big deal. But he said to me at the beginning of that vision, Get Behind Me. So, so these things all go together. The Lord's saying a storm is coming. He's saying thunder is coming. And then, uh, and then recently, it's just amazing to me how God puts all of these things together. Remember in the message I just read to you, he said he was coming. How'd you say that, Father? I don't want to misquote him. He said, um, oh, I hear a dog in there. Let's see. Okay, he said, My voice is about to thunder across the world. My thunder will terrify many. It contains the lightning of my word and strikes down with deadly accuracy people, plans, and false prophets. When he said false prophets, when I was 
writing what I was hearing him say, I stopped before I wrote false prophets and I said, Lord, am I hearing you right? Is false prophets, is that? Because it's a scary thing to me all of the time. I mean all of the time. I know that we are all capable of making mistakes and not hearing accurately or misrepresenting the Lord if we're not careful. And it's so important to me that I only tell you the things that I hear him say and that I'm confident he's saying to me in as much as that's possible because the enemy comes and tries to tell me, oh, you didn't hear God, you didn't hear God, and he'll use his own voices. And then sometimes he'll use the voices of other people. So it's really important to me that I hear God accurately. So when he said, uh, he strikes down with deadly accuracy people, that was okay, I understood that. Plans, I understood that. And false prophets, that was okay. But I kept thinking there must be something Aside from that that you want to say, you're going to strike things down. I would have thought he would have said something. I don't know what else, but he said, no, false prophets. And he said, because they lead my people astray. And, uh, and so then, this morning, it takes me to the next experience, which was this morning. I woke up from a dream, and in the dream, I was standing in my house looking across the street. Now, this this isn't what's real across the street, but this is what Father showed me. And this is parable. Um, looking across the street, and there was a huge tree and with lots of big branches and everything. And sitting sort of next to the tree in a lawn chair or, you know, patio furniture, whatever you want to call it, was a man. And he looked to be, I would say he was probably in his 40s or so. And... Uh, that doesn't mean this is about 40-year-old specifically people, but he was a father to all of these children who were, I would guess, to be two, three years old. They all had on, uh, not diapers, but like little underwear that little people would wear, and then no shirts, no pants, no shoes. They were very free. They were very happy. And they, there were probably 10 or so of them. And they were climbing this tree. They had no, nobody was watching them. Nobody was <laughs> taking care to make sure nobody fell or anything. And I looked at the man that was sitting next to the tree. And I said something. And I knew that they were his children. It was his job to be watching them. And his um, attitude was very cavalier. Oh, they're fine. You know, they've done this before and they're fine. But I knew what they were doing was very dangerous. And the children, because they were children, were completely unaware of the danger. I stood and watched for a minute, so concerned. And all of a sudden, I saw one of the children fall off of one of the branches, kind of around towards the back of the tree where I could see. And I knew I needed to call the, I thought, oh my goodness, I, I need to call 911. I need to call, somebody needs to come and help these children. And I knew that that child would not survive the fall. <sighs> now I'm standing in my house. By this point, I've moved from the living room into the bedroom. And I'm calling out to one of my sisters, Linda, who is in another room in the house. And she was in the bathroom. In the dream, she was in the bathroom. And I called her to come quickly that we needed to do something. God is so smart, you guys. This is just so powerful. She 
answered me from the bathroom. Oh, I'll be out in a minute. She didn't know there was danger. She didn't know what was going on. She only knew that I wanted to talk to her about something. Okay, now that's the end of the dream. And I'm going to tell you something that happened recently that Father connected to this dream he gave me this morning. Something I never do is point at somebody else's ministry and say, that's bad, or anything like that. I believe that we are supposed to pray and that we as members of the body of Christ are supposed to encourage one another uh, to really be careful and prayerful about who they listen to, who they follow. And I, but I had come across something and just felt like I wanted to post this uh, comment and tell people to be careful and attach the video that I had watched of this man who has a huge ministry not going to name his name, and uh, just encourage the people to be very careful because I know there are babes in Christ and I know there are people that have been so deceived, been so very deceived by false prophets and people that are really charismatic and have, you know, great oratory skills or, you know, just really, and I also know some of those people used to walk with the Lord, but pride came in and they got connected perhaps to other people who had fallen or who possibly possibly were she, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing in um, other ministries and it caused them to stumble and then as time went on they became more and more distant from the lord and they were doing and saying things that were not right and people in their in their congregations or in their churches were already so completely enamored that they those people were willing to hear anything practically so when i saw this and i posted it on my facebook uh, women's page i thought even after i did it, i just kept struggling with posting it but even after i did it it was like no leave it there you didn't point and say that's bad you just said please pray because father had shown me already that there were women who uh, there are women and men who follow this man and some of those people may also be you know following us so time went on conversation immediately began between some of the women and some of the women I think actually left the uh, group because they follow this man and they didn't see anything wrong with what he was saying well So this morning, the Lord gives me this dream. And if you don't understand, I want to go ahead and just explain what he told me the understanding about that dream is. First of all, the man that was sitting next to the tree, he had a cell phone in his hand. He was completely distracted, not paying attention to what was going on. He was caught up in his own little world. And this man was a man who was very, uh, you could tell he was just hard hearted. He wasn't, um, he was kind of didn't really care didn't really care about the children that were climbing in the tree and the lord said that the children climbing in the tree were the were the babes in christ the ones who are his children and not all of them are babes because one of them got up had uh, been able to climb fairly high so they some of them were perhaps a little more mature in their relationship with him because they were climbing higher 
but they still weren't being um, cared for properly. And the man who was supposed to be responsible for them didn't care. He was supposed to be their church father, so to speak. And because there was no care, because there were no precautions, and there was no teaching, the children were completely oblivious to the fact that what they were doing was very dangerous. And uh, they were just going at it. And so then the part where my sister was in the bathroom, the Lord said those are, she represented the mature believers in the body of Christ who are busy in their own relationships with him, who are making sure that their lives are cleaned up, that they're, you know, showered and all of that stuff, that they're washed and everything, but they're not really paying attention to what's going on a lot of them in the rest of the body of Christ and how there are wolves out there that are destroying the flock. Okay, so then the next thing the Lord's reminding me of is in Ezekiel, is it 37 or 38? Somebody's going to put it in the comment section. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have to look. Um, where the Lord says he has something against his shepherds. So the storm is coming. The sheep are not being watched over properly. People are not being taught. People are being told everything's going to be okay. New babes in Christ are just out there trying to figure it out on their own without any kind of connection with other believers who are hopefully more mature in the body of Christ to help them along. And we're not just called to go get sheep and baptize them and count our numbers. We are called to shepherd the flock. We are called to disciple. The Lord said to disciple. So these are some of the things. And let me see, Father, is that all? So you guys, this is a call to those of us who have been walking with the Lord for a while. And you know what? We fail. Oh my goodness sakes. I was talking to my precious, one of my precious spiritual daughters, Miriam, a while ago about an issue about um, a pastor she's aware of who did some things and she really felt like the Lord said not to do those things, but he felt like he did tell him to do those things. And so I want to, I want to give this counsel because the danger in trying to, um, figure out okay thank you lord sometimes we look at pastors preachers teachers evangelists prophets we look at all of those people who are supposed to be in leadership and we expect perfection out of them i just want to say this everyone who's in that position this is why it scares me to do these i have the fear of the lord in me it scares me to to put these messages out there because I'm aware I am completely accountable for everything I tell you guys but you need to remember this I'm accountable for what I say but I've said this before I must say it now you are accountable for what you choose to just openly accept and what and and whether or not you're going to go to Father, search out the scriptures, wait on the Lord, and find out if what I'm saying or anybody else is saying to you is his word. Everything I say should line up with what his scriptures say. Somehow that's going to all be there. And that's true for anybody. So, so here's, let's bring it all together. We see the destruction that's going on in the world. We know that the thunder and the storm has come closer. We're watching what's going on and things are falling apart at a really rapid rate. God had said 
uh, hard things were going to come in rapid fire progression. I don't remember what message that was on, but that's something he said. He also said in another message, countless deaths are coming. And then here t in this message now, he's saying uh, he will strike down with deadly accuracy people plans and false prophets he said that a lot of people are going to die and some of those people are going to be his people but he also said he's going to protect us however he chooses to do that he may protect some of us by taking us home our work is done and it's time to go but we cannot lose sight of the fact that he is God always has been always will be and everything he does he does for a purpose now when I was I started to say I was talking to one of my spiritual daughters earlier and this topic came up about something that we in our natural flesh would think God would never uh, have somebody do and I'm not saying it's a sin or anything like that but that logic would say and being prudent we would say that wouldn't be the right thing to do and yet here's what father taught me a long time ago and I'm saying this because we have to get to the place where we stop expecting a human being to have all of the answers and also we stop throwing out all of the things that they have said that line up with the Word of God just because we see them fail somewhere the body of Christ has made people all over the body of Christ we have put pastors we have put priests we put all these people on pedestals and expected them to be always in tune with Holy Spirit and always always accurate and we've got to realize that we are all flesh and blood we are all still learning we are all still growing and even though God speaks and uses those in leadership as uh, vessels to teach, to exhort, to expound, to all those things to help bring the body together in unity. We are still flesh and blood. And we cannot base our relationship with the Lord on what a human being says or does. We are each accountable for our own relationship with God. So that's why I say to you guys, take everything I say to you to the Lord. Take everything anybody says to you to the Lord. So this is like the third time I've tried to get this <laughs> with Miriam. Um, when we, in our conversation, this topic came up and uh, she was trying to understand why this, this uh, pastor would have chosen to do this particular thing. And I'm not going to name the thing because it, because it might cause me to lose, I could, you know, it'd mess up my channel. Um, but, and so his congregation is following him in that. Here are a couple of things we know. We know that we don't know, uh, if that man is a sheep, is a wolf or a lamb, one of God's sheep, if he's or a shepherd, a wolf or a shepherd. We don't know if, uh, because she said in everything else, he seems to be, you know, just right on, but this one thing really disturbed her. And we don't know if, so we don't know if the Lord, if he took this thing to the Lord and checked with him to find out if God wanted him to do this thing or not. We also don't know what the Lord said. We can say, logic in our rational thinking would say God would never tell us to do something that he would never tell us to do that thing I'll just say that and so now I'm going to take you back to an experience that's going to answer that very question she had years ago I was uh, in a denomination 
the rest of my family had come out of the denomination. I saw so much error in it. I knew God was going to take me out. I was a pastor in the congregation. He had already shown me that he was going to take me out. I was so excited to go, but every time I would ask him, he would say, not yet, not yet, not yet. And the reason he said that was because there were people, even though I was in a denomination that had all kinds of error in it, there were people that God wanted, and he knew because of the assignment he gave me when he when I was asked to take the position, he knew I would point the people to him, which is what I did. When I was asked to take this responsibility, I went to the Lord and said, I don't want to do this. What do you want me to do? And he said, do it. And I said, if I do it, what am I bringing them to? Because I can look around and see all this error in the congregation. And here's what he said, you guys, this is wisdom. Please hear this. He said, you just bring them to me. I will take it from there. That is a, that's a message for somebody that's watching this. We have to get our eyes off of the human beings. When we're standing in a place where bad things are happening and nobody can fix those things and we have nowhere to turn, that pastor or that preacher or that, you know, that book that we enjoyed reading or that, uh, we, we have nothing, nothing but the Lord. And if we have the Lord, we have everything everything so we can't look at just like oh okay i'm sorry so i didn't finish that so i'm down in florida at this point i'm pastoring the congregation my responsibility to father was to bring people to him point him to him point them to him and he would take it from there and that's what he did every single time we loved the people uh and all of the things that i understood to do we did those things but the main thing was to stay out of God's way, to simply love them, to teach them the things that we knew in the Word of God and point them to Him. One day, and we were watching, people were being baptized, people were changing, coming out of lifestyles that were really bad, and you could see in their faces the changes, that they were now following God, and they were washed clean in the blood of the Lamb. They were, oh, it was precious. And I kept getting phone calls from members of my family at that time saying, you have to get out of that church. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult. You guys, I would go to the Lord. It would get me messed up every time because I knew he had told me he was going to take me out. And when I would go and say, is it time? Is it time? And then this last time that I got a call, it was from my mom. And she said, Vicki, Renee, you have to get out of that church. It's a cult. And these words came out of my mouth, and I know with all of my heart that they were words right from Father's throne, right out of my mouth. It even shocked me when I said it, because I didn't think, I, I mean, there was no thinking it through. I said, Mom, if God called me to go minister in a house of uh, prostitution, if I refused to go, that would be nothing but pride. So we labor where God says labor. We don't always understand why people make the decisions they make. We don't always understand why God would allow somebody to say, stay just like that in a circumstance knowing that everything surrounding that circumstance was bad or wrong. God said his ways and our ways, not even close. His are higher and his thoughts are higher than ours as well. So 
our responsibility as the body of Christ is to pray. And we better start doing that for each other. And we better stop with all of the fighting, all of the petty stuff that he talked about in here. Because guys, things are already worse. And some people's eyes are still closed. They refuse to see whether it's out of fear and, and they just want everything to get back to normal or they've just decided that the end of time it comes is, you know, hundreds of years away or whatever. We are in the end times now. And that's part of my prayer for all of us, that we will open our eyes, that we will have, that Father will open our eyes to see and our ears to hear what he is trying to show us when he gives us these messages and we look around in the world and we see what's going on. We can always point back and say, well, there have always been these things. There's always been, there is, it's different. Anyway, if that's something that you have a hard time with, then please pray about it. The storm is not just coming, but it has moved from the horizon in 1979 when I saw it far away on the horizon. It has moved in these 42 years from that time and how things were then to where we are today. And he said, the thunder is coming. We are going to start hearing it. We see what's going on in the world, but we're going to start hearing the thunder of God. And don't, please don't ever think that God won't allow things he will. I think we all, hope we all know that if you just even go to uh, the verses, thank you, Lord, in Jeremiah 29 and 11, when he's telling the people, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope and a good future, a, a good final outcome. Then you'll go and you'll pray and you'll seek me. And when you do all these things with all your heart, then I'll heal your land. Prior to that, he had just told the children of Israel they had to go into bondage in uh Babylon. Is it Babylon? Yeah. For, and I think it was for 70 years. So God sees a picture that's much bigger than what we see. We have to give each other grace. We have to pray for each other. We have to, and when we see those those pastors that are leading their flocks way the wrong way, we don't engage with words. This was one of the things, and I think this is all that um, I'll share with you. I don't know yet because I'm not sure always what's going to come next. But when we engage, just like on uh, when I was, when I posted something on Facebook and the, the talk began and uh, there came a point where it was time the Lord said, say this and here's the this. As the body of Christ, we have to be so careful that our minds, our thoughts, our words don't put us in the wrong place in God's eyes. And he's reminding me right now of when he says in scripture that if he has to correct somebody, we are not to be all happy about it, lest he turn his anger on us. So it's the same concept here. The Lord's saying, you just get yourself right with me. You get prepared. Prepare your homes, your families, your hearts to the very best of your ability. Know that you're not going to have, uh, you're never going to be completely prepared for what lies ahead. But know that I will be with you. And when you see others in error, the goal is not to rip up, uh, don't tear, just like you don't want to, when uh, the Lord was asked if, if the tears should be taken out. He said, no, leave them lest 
by the tearing you also take some of the wheat so we have to be careful how we speak everything we do and say is being recorded god loves us so much and he wants us to be victorious in this there are hard days ahead i don't know how long we will be able to engage with you in this way i i, I said it before i mean it i would love it if everybody just moved here and we could just be his family here and strengthen and encourage each other but until the time comes that we're no longer able to do that we want to we want to stay in touch with you guys uh, but we want to encourage you to don't take your eyes off the prize don't try to uh, run ahead don't run out from behind father it will terrify you just like in that vision the lord said you'll get distracted you won't even know you're distracted if you don't stay behind him if i don't stay behind him and we start looking at the stuff out in the world too much then all of a sudden it draws us in and now we're no longer following him we think we are but we're not we're all caught up in what's going on in the world okay guys I love you I'm going to and Chuck loves you I know he does I'm going to um, I think I'll end with a song if I can find one without stopping the recording please oh good it's still recording <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't see and if you haven't listened to uh, hear the uh, call to the nations and you want to hear that then just go to the morning sessions video that's called hear the spirit calling because it's really cool um, really great testimonies on there but you can hear that there I'm gonna play one of Chuck's songs thank you for leaving your comments thank you guys every one of you who um, supports us in every way that you do prayers comments some of you financially you guys are such a huge blessing let's see where is it okay Here we go. I'm sorry, I meant to pull this up before and I didn't get that done. I don't think I played this one. I don't know if I did. I don't know if I've ever played this one yet. I'm gonna play one called, oh, it's not on there. Wait a second. Sorry guys, hold on. I can't use my, um, mouse <laughs> I was trying to think what's that clicker thing I can't use my mouse or it's going to stop the recording and then I will be so upset because I asked the Lord please help me get this done without having to do a lot of takes okay it is on there we go it's on this one and the name of the song is Sahara here we go let me check and make sure it's not too loud Turning up.
guys, if you're still with me, I'm going to pray. And if I get shut off, then I'm not redoing. Father, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you for every word you speak to us. God, we pray over everyone who hears these messages. Father, that they would have ears to hear if it's you or not, that they would not be deceived by anybody at all. And that includes me if I'm off on something. I just pray for you to have your way in each one of us. I thank you so much, God, for your faithfulness to warn your people, to prepare uh, to prepare your people, to encourage and comfort your people, to rebuke us when we need to be rebuked. I thank you so much, Father God, that you draw near to the ones that draw near to you. So I ask you again, bless us to have hearts that are hungry for you and have your way in all things. You are God Almighty. You deserve to have all the glory and honor and praise that could possibly be lifted up for any good thing that ever happens. Thank you for being who you are. Almighty God, creator of all things. We pray over each one who hears the message, over their families, their relationships, their friends, their employment, their living conditions, their health, whatever it is they have need of. Father, we thank you and praise you that you are the God who is the provider, who's the comforter, the healer, the deliverer. You are everything we need and more than we deserve and way more, way more than we could possibly imagine. So we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Ask you to have your way in all things. And we bless your name, Father, in the name of our Savior, the Lord, the Word of God, Jesus the Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the one who is called faithful and true, wonderful counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace, everlasting Father. And in this message, the thunder. Amen. All right, you guys. Tonight, morning sessions, midnight. Some of you may have noticed I moved the time back an hour. Seemed more suitable. And um, then we have Thursday prayer video coming up on Thursday. And you guys, if you just please know this, I will always, as long as I am able, I will always put out a, uh, Chuck and I will always put out a uh, morning sessions every day except when I forgot to upload the one that I had recorded and didn't get it up for five hours. I was five hours late. But anyway, we'll always be faithful to do that. I will bring, the Lord seems to be giving me a message a week and I, and uh, then we always have the prayer video. So if you don't get notifications, please come and check because we're here. We are here. Okay. God bless you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to hang up for now. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back tonight. Till then. Take care. Let me see if I can do this without chopping off the song. Here, let me try turning it down a little bit. Because how rude. Okay, guys, here we go. See you later. Bye for now.